Welcome to everyday chant Bhagavatam call. We are so fortunate to have His Grace Sri Badraini Prabhuji from New Vrindavan. Prabhuji will enlighten us on Srimad Bhagavatam Canto 5, Chapter 26 and Verse 16. Prabhuji, please start whenever you are ready. Hare Krishna. Dandat Pranam. Hare Krishna Prabhuji. Dandat Pranam. Nagvashta Shiva Prabhupada and Guru Maharaj. Thank you for giving me this opportunity. Let me open the verse and so today we are reading Srimad Bhagavatam in Canto 5, Chapter 26, in text number 16. I am reading a translation and this 16th shloka do not have a purport, so we'll move ahead with the 70 and there we will discuss in this next life a sinful king or government representative who punishes an innocent person or who inflicts corporal punishment upon a brahmana is taken by the yamadutas to the hell named sukaramukha where the most powerful assistants <clears throat> of Yamaraj crush him exactly as one crushes sugarcane to squeeze out the juice. The sinful living entity cries very pitiably and faints just like an innocent man undergoing punishments. This is the results, result of punishing a faultless person. Text number 17 Translation the Supreme Lord, sorry, by the arrangement of the Supreme Lord, low-grade living beings like bugs and mosquitoes suck the blood of human beings and other animals. Such insignificant creatures are unaware that their bites are painful to the human being. However, first-class human beings, Brahmanas, Kshatriyas and Vaishyas, are developed in in consciousness that sorry in consciousness and therefore they know how painful it is to be killed a human being endowed with knowledge certainly commits sin if he kills or torments torments insignificant creatures who have no discrimination the Supreme Lord punishes such a man by putting him into the hell known as Andakopa, where he is attacked by all the birds and beasts, reptiles, mosquitoes, lice, worms, flies, and any other creatures he tormented during his life. They attack him from all sides, robbing him of the pleasure of sleep Unable to rest, he constantly wanders about in the darkness. Thus, in Andakopa, his suffering is just like that of a creature in the lowest species. <coughs> Purport by His Divine Grace, Yesi Bhaktivedanta Swami, Srila Prabhupada Ki Jai. From this very instructive verse, we learn that lower animals created by 
the laws of nature to disturb the human beings are not subjected to punishment because the human beings has developed conscious consciousness however he cannot do anything against the principles of varnashrama dharma without being condemned krishna states in bhagavad gita 4.13 chaturvarnyam maya srishtam guna karma vibhagasha according to the three modes of material nature and the work ascribed to them the four divisions of human society were created by me thus all men should be divided into four classes brahmana kshatriya vaishya and shudras and they should act according to their ordained regulations they cannot deviate from their prescribed rules and regulations one of these states that they should never trouble any animal even those that disturb human beings although <clears throat> a tiger is not sinful if he attacks another animal and eats its flesh if a man with a developed consciousness does so he must be punished in other words a human being who does not use his developed consciousness but instead act like an animal surely undergoes punishment in many different hells om agyanati mirandasya gyananjana salakaya chakshuru anmitam yena tasmay shri gurave namaha shri chaitanya manobishtam stapitam yena bhutale स्वयं कदाकमलता सजीव साध्वैत सवदूतम पिजना सहित कृष्णचैतन्यदेव श्रीराधाकृष्णपदगणलिताशाखान्ता नमो विष्णुपदा कृष्णप्रेस्ताय भूतले श्रीमते भक्तिदातामीनामिने नमस्ते सरस्वती देवी गौरवाणी प्रचारिणे निर्विशेषा शून्यवादी पाश्चात्यदेशिणे नमो महावदन्याय कृष्ण प्रेम प्रदायते कृष्णचैतन्यामिने गौरत्शे नम हे कृष्ण करुणा सिंधु दीनबंधु जगत्पते गोपेशा गोपिका कांता राधा कांता नमोस्तुते तप्त कांचन गौरांगी राधे वृंदावनेश्वरी वृषभानुसुते देवी प्रणमा हरी प्रिय वाचाकल्पतरूप्य 
कृपासीुभ्यतिवनेभ्यो वैष्णवेभ्यो नमो नम जय श्रीकृष्ण चैतन्य प्रभुनंद गदाधार श्रीवासादिगौरभक्तवृंद हरे कृष्णा हरे कृष्णा 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 हरे 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 रामो हरे राम राम रामो हरे 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 कृष्णा सो दिस चैप्टर बेसिकली एक्सप्लेन्स अबाउट डिफरेंट काइंड्स ऑफ हेलिश प्लैनेट्स एंड डिफरेंट पनिशमेंट्स टेकन बाय द लिविंग एंटिटी in those different different planets in different hellish planets now the verse to 17 it's talking about that the low grade living entities like the insects or mosquitoes or flies the bugs which basically sustain on blood of other living entities you know, like human beings or animals so in a way they look at they appear to be insignificant creatures and they bite for their sustenance now when some mosquitoes bite us before coming to krishna consciousness what we try to do is we try to kill them but then when we practicing this krishna consciousness one understands that their position they they live by sucking the blood that is their uh, what we may call that as a staple food as such and without without which they will die they may not able to sustain that they need to have the blood so they are biting and by sucking the blood and that's how they live either from the human beings or from other living entities so that we don't try to kill them because we understand that that's how they sustain themselves so normally we don't use any mosquito killing things like that instead we use uh, mosquito nets are or many other things which we can repel them not to kill them as such so that is not the main idea the main idea is to maybe to protect us from the bites mosquito bites so how we can protect from mosquito bites maybe by by doing some repellents or by having mosquito net shila propad when over in india he used to sleep with a mosquito net so that way 
we are avoiding of killing a living entity now why we do that because we understand with our developed consciousness that how a living entity should live their life because our consciousness is developed if you go to see of the entire uh, species of life 84 lakhs of species of life 8.4 millions these out of these 8.4 only human form of life is having ability to go back to the spiritual world and their consciousness is developed so much so they can go back to the spiritual world only in this form one can practice devotional service and one can go so the consciousness is developed in such a way that one can discriminate what is good what is bad one can discriminate from killing and not killing and one can discriminate what is their food actually whereas if you go to see in the lower species of life that is not possible for them as shela uh, propal is giving an example here the tiger the it's um, um it's it's a body is created in such a way that it has to eat meat otherwise it will not survive so the for tiger if we don't eat it will die the same thing with the mosquitoes if they don't suck blood and they will die so for the tiger the food is to eat other animals hunt and then eat other animals that is the tiger tiger or lion or so many of them wolf or bear it's so so many ways and bear is again it's both it can the vegetarian and non vegetarian both so for them there is no karma as such they do not get bad reactions for the activity because there is no discrimination for them for the hunger the hunger can be suppressed only by eating other animals and that is their food whereas human being can discriminate and then see which food they can eat and human being is a developed consciousness they can decide what is that they can do and they can understand what is good what is bad and that is a developed consciousness for human beings and that's where they, the hellish planets are there mainly for the human beings as such the human beings are higher than them 
I mean, for Devi and Devatas, there is no, nothing like that. Because they are already, those who are elevated, they go to the heavenly planets and there they enjoy the opulences. Once it is done, then they fall down to this planet Earth. It is also given nicely, wonderfully. It says that and the pious activities have been depleted and then when they are falling down, they come in the form of a rain. And then the raindrop enter into the seed. So, and then depending upon their karma, so whoever eats it, if animal eats it, then they're going to get the animal body. Or if a human being eats, they get the human form of body. So that the soul is injected to the sperm as somebody eats that. So that's how they come back to this material world. They come back to this planet Earth. Earthly planet. From heavenly planets. So. There are different, different kinds of uh, hellish planets are created for the, uh, to take care of different kinds of uh, uh, sinful activities performed by the living entities, especially human beings. Whereas if you go to see the animal form, the lower species of life, and they, as, since they do not have the karma, and they just evolve from one species of life to next species of life. And that's how they do that. So that's where the human being, <coughs> with his developed consciousness, only if the human being performs the activities according to the injunctions given in the Vedic scriptures, are according to Varnashrama Dharma and that is considered as the pious activities or karma. And if they don't perform that and that becomes as vikarma or the sinful activities and that's where they will be the punished. So if they perform the activity according to the uh, injunctions given in the Veda, according to Varna and Ashrama, or according to Varna, Ashrama, Dharma, and then that further, it it's again goes much deep into philosophy, and that is considered as uh, Dharma. So as we know, Vedas mainly deal with Dharma, Ardha, Kama, Moksha. These are the four things. Of the four things, most of the times Vedas cover with Dharma, Ardha, Kama. Moksha liberation, according to the Vedic scriptures, again is going back to the heavenly planets. That's where actually even, uh, if you look at Mahabharata, Vyasadeva, he wrote Mahabharata. Mahabharata is written mainly on the level of Dharma, Ardha, Kama, Moksha. 
there in Mahabharata Moksha is basically going to the heavenly planets, not to the spiritual world. Moksha does not mean going back to the spiritual world. So liberation is also, there are many ways, just like we see karma is in three ways. Like we talk about karma, vikarma, akarma. Same way, liberation is also at three times, which we can see. Going to the heavenly planets, that is one of the liberation. That is, uh, it is not going out of the cycle of birth and death. It is just moving out of this uh, miseries, threefold miseries. And second one is, uh, um, transcending these modes of material nature, that is, they are going back to the, they are going to the Brahma Jyoti. And third one is coming out of the cycle of birth and death, that means going back to the spiritual world. There are the three kinds of uh, liberations which we talk about. So when Mahabharata is talking about liberation, <coughs> That liberation is nothing but going back to the, going to the heavenly planets. That's where we see Mahabharata um, described in our Pandavas destiny or the destiny of the living entities described in Mahabharata is heavenly planets. But at the same time, the uh, Srimad Bhagavatam describes the destination of our uh, Pandavas or other living entities who are eligible, he is going back to the spiritual world, not to the heavenly planets. Because Mahabharata deals with the heavenly planets, because that is read by the, the living entities who are at lower level of consciousness. And that's where Mahabharata talks about mainly. So that's where actually Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, he talks to, when he was talking to Ramananda Roy, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, when he, when he asked Ramananda Roy, what is the highest, the truth? So Ramananda Roy, he explains of performing the prescribed duties according to Varnashrama Dharma, that way one satisfies Lord Vishnu. Chaitanya Mahaprabhu did not accept that. He said, higher than this. Can you speak something higher than this? Because that is not just performing the activities according to the scriptures, injunctions given in the scriptures, according to Varna, Ashrama, Dharma. That's not the highest truth. That is actually speaking, that is the starting. That's not the highest essence. So, like as we say, the Bhagavad Gita, the Prabhupada talks about, in one of the lectures, Prabhupada says, Bhagavad Gita is actually given to the people, those who are less intelligent. And the Prabhupada talks about that. Why he talks about that as less intelligent? Because Prabhupada says, how much Krishna can speak on the battlefield when they are about to fighting, when the war is about to begin, 
and Arjuna is having a doubt and Krishna is trying to clear his doubts, how much he can speak the philosophy. Somehow, to manage the situation, Krishna spoke something. And that's why Prabhupada says that this book, Bhagavad Gita, is meant for less intelligent people. There are other scriptures who are for uh, more intelligent. But then on the contrary, because in Kaliga we are so dull-minded, and that's where Adi Shankaracharya talked about, you know, Bhagavad Gita is meant for those who are intelligent people. Sarvopanishado Gava, Dukta Gopala Nandana, Patto Vatsa, Sudhir Bhokta. Sudhir Bhokta. So who is enjoying this Bhagavad Gita? Arjuna, Partho, Vatsa, and Sudhir, that is intelligent people, Bhokta. They are the ones who are enjoying this Bhagavad Gita. Dugdam Gita Amrutam Mahatyam. That is the Amrutam, that is nothing but Bhagavad Gita. So when we perform activities according to the uh, injunctions given in the Vedas, that is the initial step of a human being, starting step. So when you perform those activities, that means you are performing dharma. And when you perform dharma, because you are following the Vedic injunctions, then one is granted with the economy. Artha comes to that. They get money. And when you have money with you, then naturally you develop <coughs> desires for sense gratification. Karma. The karma develops. And then when you are following the rules and regulations given in the Vedas, and by that you are developing, you, you are getting... Lakshmi, and you are utilizing Lakshmi in engaging yourself or in doing the sense enjoyment. As somebody is doing sense enjoyment, at some point of time, either they will get fed up with that sense enjoyment and start looking for higher than the sense enjoyment. What is it? And that's where they start looking for going to the heavenly planets where there is much higher sense enjoyment because the senses here in on the planet earth in this middle world they cannot enjoy unlimited sense enjoyment it is not possible we like it's uh, the highest sense enjoyment in this material world on this planet is considered as the sex but the, a person, how much he can enjoy sex? I know he can enjoy unlimitedly, but one cannot indulge in sex continuously from morning to evening or uh, the full day and full night. It is not possible because the senses will not uh, help him in doing so or help her in doing so. One has to take breaks, regenerate, regain strength and then again they can engage. 
So there is some restrictions. Whereas if you go to the heavenly planets, then one can enjoy unlimitedly. Longer durations at least compared to earthly planet. And one can live longer life and there are no diseases there. And one always young. They don't get old. Things like that. So that's where then people start looking for uh, going to the, the heavenly planets. But as they are following this by any chance, if they come in contact with a devotee, and there is a chance for them to take up to Krishna consciousness. And that way they can perfect their life and then go back to the, the spiritual world. But then, even if somebody is doing the activities which are prescribed in the Vedas, because that is known as Karmakanda. Because the Vedas, they deal with Karmakanda. 95% of the Vedic scriptures deal with the Karmakanda activities. So when you are dealing with the Karmakanda activities, even though you do, all the time you are, you are thinking or you are doing, according to Vedic injunctions, but still there will be some mistake happens at your end and that will lead you to the hellish planets. Now what to talk about those who are not following a Vedic injunctions and for them it is for sure the hellish planet. Like one of the examples which we can see comes in the Krishna book is in Druga. Story of King Druga. Even though his intentions are good, his actions are good, he is doing all pious activities, he is doing according to the Karmakanda activities, doing a fire sacrifice and giving cows in donation to the Brahmanas in charity. But one of the cow came back from the person, to the person to whom he has given, he came back to King's herd. And then the same cow is given to the another Brahmana with a big lot of cows. So then both the Brahmanas started fighting, that cow belongs to me and then they came to king and asking, can you please uh, fix this issue? And king could not fix that issue, so both the brahmanas left palace with a dissatisfaction. And since, even though it is not the wrong on the king's side, are neither brahmanas, both the brahmanas, not on the cow, but then king has to go through the punishment. Because Brahmanas are dissatisfied with the king, they are not happy with the king. King could not resolve their issue. So even though somebody is performing Karmakanda activities according to the Vedic scriptures, but still there is a danger of one can fall down from the position or one can commit sinful activities.
So that's why he says that one has to develop their consciousness from uh, performing the activities according to Varnashtama Dharma. That's why Krishna actually teaches in the second chapter to Arjuna. Mm-hmm. Krishna talks about Arjuna, uh, about the Sankhya Yoga, that is analyzing the soul with the body. And then from Sankhya Yoga, he slowly moves on to the uh, Karma Kanda. So as he is explaining Karma Kanda, and then he tells Arjuna that he should perform Buddhi Yoga. So what is that Buddhi Yoga? So Krishna says you perform activities according to the instructions given in the Vedas. And at the same time, you do not attach to the results of the activities. That means Krishna is telling Arjuna to act at the soul level. Do your activities, but act in such a way that you do not have an attachment for the results of the activity what you are doing it, which is known as Buddhi Yoga. That means that Arjuna has to utilize his intelligence so that he can detach from the results of the activity, which Prabhupada, he translates that Buddhi Yoga into Bhakti Yoga. That's where Prabhupada talks about Buddhi Yoga is difficult to perform in this day and age because that involves Jnana Yoga, where one has to utilize their intelligence and then uh, restrain themselves to not to attach from the for the results of the activity. So instead, Prabhupada says that he perform Bhakti Yoga, that is, perform activities for the pleasure of Krishna. So there, we are not involved in it as such. We are performing activity, but it is not for us. We are doing it for the pleasure of Krishna. Perform activities for Krishna's sake. What is described in the scriptures. So that way then one is performing similar kind of activity. That is, we do not have uh, attachment for the results of the activity because the activity is performed for pleasure of Krishna. That's what the devotees they do. And that's why Srila Prabhupada translates that Buddhi Yoga into Bhakti Yoga and then he recommends Bhakti Yoga is better than Buddhi Yoga. So, in a way, Krishna is telling Arjuna that Nishkama Karma Yoga is talking about. That is, you perform the activity. But at the same time, do not attach yourself or do not have attachment for the results of the activity. And at the same time, even do not attach to the activity itself. So that is known as the Nishkama Karma Yoga. So when one performs this kind of activities, then one needs not to look for uh, uh, hellish planets or heavenly planets. One directly go back to the spiritual world.
because you are already in the consciousness of a spiritual world you are doing the activities only for the sake only for the pleasure of krishna you are not attached to the results and you are not attached to the activity also activity itself you are performing activity just for the pleasure of krishna and that's where distinguishes human form of life from the animal form of life otherwise the both are same when even though we may talk about so many things like intelligence and this and that reasoning and all those things all the things animals also have they do have their intelligence and they do have reasoning and they can intelligently they can act but they do not have this discrimination and that's why they don't go to those souls who won't go to the hellish planets only the human beings they go to the hellish planets because even though after knowing it and still they are performing the activities just like when in the case going on in the court on a criminal it is considered more heinous and more uh serious when the court finds out after the arguments between the both the lawyers when the judge or the jury finds out that this murder or this act happened with the premeditation premeditation and there is a plan and everything so knowingly purposefully planned it and then executed that activity and that will be considered as a more heinous and there will be more severe punishment and the same thing is with the human beings when we perform the activities which we are not supposed to and there will be more severe punishment for it and that's why we should be the careful that is one of the um reason also it is been most of the times it is been asked india is at least following in india living entities people in india are at least following the vedic lifestyle but still they are in poverty whereas the western countries they don't follow any vedic lifestyle and they do all ghastly activities of killing the cow and then eating meat but still they are prosperous one of the reason is given this is they don't know what they are doing it but after knowing also we are doing it and that's why we get more severe punishment for those souls who are born in bharat varsha Okay. So I will stop here and then see if anybody is having any questions or comments. Thank you very much. Hare Krishna. Hare Krishna Prabhuji. Please accept my humble blessings. Sarkar Shri Shri Prabhupada and Guru Maharaj.
हरे कृष्ण फर्स्ट ऑफ ऑल एंड वृंदावन प्रभु जी इट वॉज अ वेरी वंडरफुल क्लास टूडे ओनली प्लीज एलेबोरेट ऑन द्री मोक्षा लाइक लिबरेशन यू एक्सप्लेन वेरी ब्यूटिफुली सो कैन यू प्लीज एलेबोरेट ऑन चैतन्य महाप्रभुज डिजायर यू एक्सप्लेन अटल बिट बट आई वॉज नॉट यू नो I could not hear it properly, so if you could please elaborate on that. Thank you. Yeah. So, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu asking Ramanandar Rai to explain the higher truth. So Ramanandar Rai starts explaining that following Varnashrama Dharma. by following varnashrama dharma one satisfies lord vishnu so chaitanya mahaprabhu says for that it is external because just by following varnashrama dharma that is according to your varna you are following your dharma that will satisfy lord vishnu but that is initial stage because when you perform these activities performed according to your varna that means you are following the vedic injunctions yes that you may be satisfying lord vishnu but as we understand by vedas deal with dharma artha kama moksha so when you following this dharma then you get artha economy development and when there is economic development then you have so many desires to fulfill you get karma and that from that karma we get once we are enjoying at one point of time we get fed up with the enjoyment or looks for a higher enjoyment because that is the nature of enjoyment that's where even krishna also talks about in bhagavad gita that is if the desires are fulfilled then one gets the you now from krodha uh, anger comes so when you have desires when the desires are fulfilled still you want higher desire more desires more you want to fulfill but then body can take only to so much so then there is a frustration when the desires are not fulfilled then also there is a frustration the from frustration comes anger krodh the comes so so that way when they the desires are being kama been fulfilled they want more to enjoy that's why they start looking for a the better way to enjoy and that's why they look for a kama that is when you perform the pious activities that is you are already doing it you are performing activities according to vedic intentions and that's where you get go to the higher planets where they can you can have at least so to say for us to understand high unlimited enjoyment and so that's where chaitanya mahaprabhu says that's not the highest truth speak higher than that So then Brahmanandarai goes on to speak higher than that, and finally he answers it. Uh, 
a gopi's love for krishna that is the highest truth because they are not expecting anything in return from krishna and that's the higher truth which ramanand rai talks about uh, so that is the uh, one of the answer to the question on chaitanya mahaprabhu speaking so when we look at the the moksha the moksha there is like how we have karma in three types like karma vikarma and akarma we talk about similarly moksha is also there is three ways to look at it so mahabharata deals with the moksha which is basically talking about going to the heavenly planets whereas shrimad bhagavatam talks about going back to the spiritual world so going to the heavenly planets is nothing but coming out of this mode of material nature that is going into the higher planets so when we talk about come out of the ah trigunya vishya veda nistrigunya bhavachana come uh, come out of the modes of material nature clutches of modes of material nature that is nothing but going back to the uh, going into the brahma jyoti where you are out of this uh, clutches of modes of material nature but then you are in brahma jyoti and third kind of uh, liberation which talks about is that when one comes out of the cycle of birth and death then you go back to the spiritual world so there is no uh, birth and death as such so then you live in the spiritual world forever for eternity as such so there are the three kinds of liberations acharyas they talk about so for general public it appears to be the liberation is nothing but uh, going to the heavenly planets where they can enjoy there otherwise higher than that is that going into brahma jyoti and then uh, other than that the third one is going to the spiritual world so there are the three liberations which krishna actually he talks to arjuna in bhagavad gita in the second chapter that is internally acharyas they explain that helps prabhu yes thank you prabhu ji thank you hari krishna thank you hari krishna